We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Did you hook up in high school? No, not really. No, you didn't lose your virginity. Nothing in high school. No. I know yeah. I like made out with dudes. I made out with dudes. Oh, and actually, I did have to give a blowjob. I... Actually, I no, I had sex with twelve people. I mean, you're. It's just like high school or middle school. Which are we talking here? Uh, well, some I people can... call middle school high school. So. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome back to Don't Tell Mom. It's me, Hannah Dickinson. Uh, you know, we had a good run. Chloe and I, we had a good run. She. No longer wants to do the podcast. You know, she's on her journey. She's in Vermont. She's riding horses. And I, I don't blame her. Um, I hope she comes back. But we're still friends. It's all good. I'm in L.A. I don't know if you can hear the sirens. I came out here to do a half hour special and for Epic. So, you know, call your parents. Get their passwords. Please watch it. I don't know when it's coming out. I literally have no details. But, you know, just keep your eye out for it. And it should be good. They flew me out. And I was like, oh, I'll just stay for the month of August in a pool house. It'll be fun. It'll be LA. And I don't know why I thought that. I'm really just kind of alone in a pool house that has bugs in it. <laughs> and, uh... Not to complain, I feel very lucky that I'm out here. I shouldn't be a complainer, but there are bugs uh, everywhere. They're called sprickets. I don't know if anyone's ever seen one of those. A spricket is a spider cricket. It's super fun to say, not too fun to see. It's a cricket mixed with a spider. And to be honest, I didn't Google sprickets, but I heard the word spricket and it does look like a cricket with wings. Let me look, actually Google, I'm gonna Google, um sprickets let's see yep baby i got it right 
It's a fucking look that up. Its correct term is a rap fedora. Yeah, um, I'm not a reader, as you can tell, but it's it's a pretty scary cricket. Are they poisonous? Can they murder you? Um, I've been shitting with boots on because I don't, you know, I want to be able to, because they've been in the bathroom, so I want to be able to smash them. But they do run away from people, from me, so I've been letting them run into the cracks because I don't really want to murder anything right now. My heart is too tender. But yeah, so... I've been watching a lot of movies. I watched A Walk to Remember the other night. I, <laughs> I've been watching like very sad romantic movies. I think I'm still upset about a lot of things that have happened in the past four months. Yeah, I, I don't know how to get over it. My therapist has been gone for three weeks, so my mental health is fully unraveling. But um, I did. I watched A Walk to Remember, and I realized that A Walk to Remember... I don't know if anyone's seen this movie. If you haven't, it's like obviously you weren't a girl born in the 90s. But A Walk to Remember is Mandy Moore and she is not cool, but her boyfriend's cool, but he falls in love with her. And then she tells him halfway through the movie she's going to die because she has leukemia. And I realized that that movie, the writer has herpes. Like, Every scene could be a Valtrex commercial if broken up properly. I will just play you a little soundbite of a scene. Is it A Walk to Remember or is it Valtrex commercial? I'm, I'm so sorry. I really should have told you sooner. No, I, I made you do too many things. No, I kept no, you no, out. No, if anything, you kept me healthy longer. Valtrex. Here's another scene. I'm sick. I'll take you home. You'll be better tomorrow. No, uh, Landon. I'm sick. I have General herpes. <laughs> no. You're, eight, you're 18. You're, you're, you're perfect. No, no. I found out two years ago I've stopped responding to treatments. So why didn't you tell me? The doctor said I should go on and live life normally as, as best I could. I, I don't want anybody to be weird around me. Including me. Anyway, that scene goes on for a few more seconds. And that's kind of how I feel, you know, with the whole herpes sitch. I'm like, <laughs> I can't. I'm sick. I don't know. I took an edible and watched a walk to remember. And that was the, uh, uh, that was the outcome of that. <laughs> I was dying laughing. It's such a sad movie about a teenager, you know, falling in love and getting cancer and dying. And here I am just like rolling around laughing like damn like i'm gonna have these conversations so much like this movie is so helpful for my herpes um i also watched the notebook which i watched half the notebook because that movie i tweeted this but that movie it really does hit different when you're like 28 and that's not gonna happen like i'm not gonna be riding a ferris wheel living with my parents actually i will be living with my parents probably again soon but i will not be like my point, I tweeted that, like, oh, I missed my window, and that I'm not in high school anymore, and I'm not going to find my high school sweetheart. However, people got offended and were like, you're only 28, you shouldn't say that, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, bitches, I'm so sick of Twitter. I know I'm on it, and I tweet way too fucking much. I tweet way too fucking much for someone who hates Twitter. 
but I truly hate that people try to find an argument with everything like people telling like I, I had a dm from a guy who's like i appreciate your comedy but you shouldn't be saying things like being 28 you miss your window it's like all right first of all i'm talking about the fact that the movie's based on 16 year olds so yeah i did miss my window to find my high school sweetheart that whatever like that's the joke but the fact that i even have to spell it out like this makes it so not funny and like People are just so fucking sensitive. And also, I'm like, yeah, I actually did miss my window because I got fucking herpes. Um, my guest today, uh, what a way to... My guest today is so funny, comedian Ari Finling. I love him so much. He's like an older brother who's mean to me, but he's so funny. I opened for him and Noah doing their half hours. And truly, I mean, they were both so great. And I really haven't laughed that hard at stand-up in so long. Like, I watched both of his sets that were the same. They were back-to-back because it's two shows. And both shows, I was hysterically laughing. And I just think his stand-up, he's also really smart and funny. And he's just a funny dude. But um, his stand-up is truly, it's fucking so good. I wish I want to, like, tell the jokes. But also... I'm not going to do that. Okay, let's just, let's get motherfucking into it. Okay, if you had me on to talk about spider crickets, I'm going to just hang up. You you didn't believe me they were real. I don't know anything about spider crickets. Look, I don't give a fuck about them either, but you asked if it was a real thing. I'm telling you it's a real thing. It's true. Oh, look at this place. This is the tits. Yeah, I, I went to the hot tub last night. It's uh, run by a very nice South African man who um, has three sons. One of them is living here. He's pretty hot. And there's a guy above me. He has two dachshunds. It's like a little commune over here. Sick. Are you trying to bone? No, I can't. I mean, you can do whatever you want. I don't want to. I have no desire. It's crazy. I've like lost all. I just don't care anymore. Great. You're, a, you're an incel now. Basically. How crazy, how far I've come since I've met you. I mean, I'd say you've done a full 180. Yeah. Ari and I met at, well, we didn't meet at the summer camp, but I feel like that's where we became friends. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like we met when we were 12 years old, but this was three years ago. It was an adult summer camp. That The was, only more pathetic than going is performing there. Uh, yeah. I mean, I was thinking about it and you have been a part of two of what on paper should have been hell gigs, but ended up being really fun because of who we were with. One of them being the summer camp that we participated. We got basically driven up to a summer camp in Connecticut for a whole weekend to perform one show. And that was supposed to be at nine o'clock at night that got moved to 2 p.m. in the afternoon on a Saturday during lunch, a buffet lunch. But because we were all like having fun and drinking, it ended up being like a really fun week. The show was a nightmare. I, I think that the show went from 250 people in the room to maybe seven. Me, like, wait, you're saying that there started with 250 or there were supposed yeah. to be 250? No, there's, we started with 250. And yeah. the amount of walkouts, maybe more than seven, maybe like 20 people. Yeah. I think. I, think, I think by the time I got up, there was really nobody in there. And I thrive in a show where there's nobody there because I don't give a shit. I don't care. I will address the fact that there are seven people there and none of them had, there were jet skis. There were that, th- there was that thing. I don't know what it's called, but you stand on like a hoverboard. It's a jet Like if me standing on stage, if an audience member looked past me, they could see people in the lake on a jetpack. Why were they watching comedy? 
There's no reason they should have been in, at that comedy show when jet skis and jetpacks and water trampolines existed. Yeah, but also it was like the people that stayed were the people that worked there. It's true. They were forced to stay there. Yeah, it felt like a, a I don't know. It felt weird because then we had to hang out with those adults who love summer camp so much that they pay for it as adults. I mean, that you know that camp has a show right now, right? On Bravo. Do they? Yeah, Camp Getaway, the show on Bravo called Camp Getaway is where we were at. Oh, it's like about the staff that works there because they're yes. all like Australians and they're from New Zealand and they yeah. all want to work in America. Hannah wanted to bone everyone who worked there. I did not, did I? Hannah. Did uh, I? You, di- you didn't, but you didn't. Every, every person that walked in, you were like, I mean, that guy's the hottest person I've ever seen. I don't even remember that. But everybody I- who worked, everybody who like paid to go there was a big uggo. But everybody <laughs> who worked there was super attractive. Yeah, I remember being like, ooh, I wonder if I'll meet someone hot at this summer camp. And then I was like, we got there. I was like, oh yeah, we're at an adult summer camp. Like, obviously there are no finance bros taking the, t- taking the bus to Camp Getaway. I have a distinct memory of something that you said. I think about it fairly often. And I've said it to my wife before when I thought we were going to have sex. <laughs> can, I, don't, I don't, can, without you knowing, do you know what it is? Yeah. You do? Okay. So we, it was like the first night we were there, you thought you might hook up with somebody. It's like maybe like midnight, 1 a.m. It's just like maybe three or four of us hanging around, just drinking, and you haven't hooked up yet. And you go, man, I can't believe I shaved my pussy for this. <laughs> and I say that to my wife all, every time that I think I'm going to have sex and we don't, I say, man, I can't believe I shaved my pussy for this. <laughs> Did she ask me why you say that? Yeah. And I go, I give her the context and she goes, it still makes no sense, but that's fine. <laughs> The other hell gig was you send me a text that says, hey, do you want to perform at the Copacabana? And I go, sure. Every comedian's dream. That's every Every comedian's dream dream in 1963. (laughs) Exactly. I've been watching Maple, okay? I was like very excited for this. So I show up. You say the show's at 9 maybe? I show up 8.30, nobody there. And if you've never been to the Copacabana in 2020 in New York City, it is Five floors, five levels of bars and spaces. I thought it was two. No, they, they, they cut levels off because they didn't have enough people. And it ended up, it was some like marketing of gala. The, it was called like the influencers ball or the ambassadors ball or something. I forget what it was called. It was called something fake. It was, in a, it was a fake. Yeah. And all these sleaze balls are like coming up to us, like handing us business cards and we do this show that we were told was going to be for like a thousand people for like 18 fucking people with a musical act in between every comedian. Like it was kind of hot though. Hannah, <laughs> I knew you were going to fucking bring this up. I knew you were going to say that this guy is hot. And this guy looks like if you had to like make like build a crooner, like a, a, <laughs> a, a crooner singer from memory, but you won't like you only have like broken pencils and pens to to draw him that's what he would look like he looked like fucking michael buble mixed with a homeless man i mean he just it was michael buble and a horse actually i don't know why i'm tearing down michael buble i love michael buble he does have michael he did have michael buble vibes yeah he was a crooner he was like a 21 year old crooner 
<laughs> and it was weird. And it was the worst show ever, but ended up being super fun. About halfway through my set, I just started asking people to Venmo me money because they were all rich. Venmo you? No. But they also weren't rich. They were like $50,000 millionaires. You know what I, know. I mean? What is that? What is a $50,000 millionaire? It's, I've never heard this term. You've never heard this term? It's, no, is this uh, like I, your made up fucking uh, spider monkey or whatever you said? Spider crickets? Uh, no, it, it's, it's a, actually, I don't know if I made it up. My friend who lived in Dallas calls guys that who like spent, love to spend money. Like we met these guys in Vegas who were our age and they were just dropping money. And she's like, they're $50,000 millionaires. They'd love to drop money, but they don't have any. And that's what those people were. They were like having a big night in New York City, probably stopped at the Olive Garden, then did the Copacabana. But it's like, they're not. They're I'm like the exact opposite of those people. I have $50,000 and I don't like to spend it at all. I'm very cheap. Where did you get $50,000? Let's not talk about where I got or didn't get $50,000. I have businesses, okay? I don't have $50,000. What's my business? Hannah, you've known me. What I, I have no business. I'm literally, I have no job right now. I'm You're sitting in my bathroom. My oh, daughter is vomiting all over the house right now. Why is she? Oh, does she have Corona? I don't know. Maybe she's sick right now. It's not a good day. I've been up since four o'clock. I'm sorry. Yeah, life sucks. I mean, do you think she got sick at daycare? Probably. I mean, all kids get sick at daycare. Like daycare is like a disease germ infested cesspool. It's these kids just trade diseases back and forth, like old age homes, old people fucking. Yeah. But why would you send your kid back to daycare then? Okay. First of all, I don't need this tone of voice. You lecturing me about what to do with my child. That's step one. Step two. As someone who's never been a mother and probably never will be, I have to tell people how to live their lives. Do you want, hold on, before I tell people why, since it, do you not want to be a mother or you don't think you will be a mother? I think, I don't think I'll be a mother. You didn't answer my question. I, I, w- I think I want children, but like, I just don't see it happening for me. I mean, I didn't see, I didn't think I would really have kids until I met my wife, so. How old were you when you met your wife? 26. Yeah, I'm 28, dude. $28. Oh, 20. I mean, fucking Maya Angelou didn't publish her first book until she was like 47 or whatever that yeah, the, fucking meme yeah. that everybody shares on Twitter when people are depressed. Yeah, but you can write a book at any age. Your eggs die out. Your eggs will be fine. My wife had uh, her daughter at 35. You got seven fucking years. I think of seven years ago, I was like in college. Like that feels like so not long ago. I guess a lot has happened. I don't know. It's just like hard to imagine myself with a child. I mean- Look at me. You think that I deserve to have a kid right now? No, I am the no, most and that's why she's person. throwing up all day. You're Fuck a you. example of why <laughs> I shouldn't have children. I am not the reason that she's throwing up all day. She, okay, let's go back. Why is she in daycare? Okay. We paid for daycare when it was shut down for three months because we had to like keep our spot in daycare. That's how competitive these fucking shit is. So we spent like, like fucking like four grand for nothing and they're only giving us the money back if we send if we started her back in july august september and october they give us a thousand bucks a month back and i can't afford being out for grant how much is it a month how much is daycare 1800 bucks yeah i don't know if i can have a child isn't that crazy it's so insane but it's like you know you have to pay to take care of kids like you want to pay people right and you want to have- and they they're great i mean like these women deserve 
the presidential medal of freedom. I mean, they love these kids. I love this, my daughter, I, I created her with my own body. I saw her being born. I love her more than anything I've ever loved before. The people in daycare love her more than that. Okay. They are so good with, I, I can't watch my daughter and give her the attention that she needs like this woman can. It's crazy. Yeah. But that might be a woman versus man thing. That also might be a you thing. You're in your head a lot. I mean, that's true. It's hard to argue with that logic. Yeah. So are any other kids sick? No. I mean, oh. she's, I, th- we it's think like she just SCP has like a little with bit. Toddlers, if one gets sick, you kind of have to call the school, let everyone know. Is that what happens in high school with STDs? If one kid gets not, not in high school, but in life, you gotta call some partners, let them know. Yeah, it's kind of, well. The, the parents don't do it. The teachers kind of do it. They say like, "Oh, so and so is sick. You may just be on the lookout that X Y coming." But it's like they have no immune system, so they're just like spitting in each other's mouths like porn stars, and they don't have like the antibodies to oh, fucking. God. I know. Hannah's like, how do I get in fucking daycare? Yeah, but what what do you have, what do you have to do to get hired there? Uh, <laughs> I think you have to have some sort of background. Uh, I hope so for childcare dollars per child a month. Yeah, I mean, or you could just have a kid. The other way to get in get into daycare the back door by having the kid. See, it's like not that easy to have a kid right now for me. It's surprisingly not easy to have a like. When you look, that's what's the, like, how many friends do you know that have just had, like, accidental pregnancies? Like, a bunch, right? Yeah. Okay. Me too. Then when I'm trying to have a kid, apparently, you can only get pregnant, like, three days out of the month. But I think it changes when you get older. No. That's, like, your ovulation period is, like, between three and five days a month. That's it. Really? Yeah. Well, then, (laughs) I, that. (laughs) Some people are hitting half-court shots. Yeah, my friends are fucking, now I think they did it on purpose. Trap a bitch. Maybe. So are you trying to have another kid right now? Is that how you know that? I would rather put a shotgun in my mouth than have another kid right now. But you want more than one, right? I feel like one kid is like. One kid is, you're mean, you're, it's mean to the kid. Because then, I can't remember whose joke this is, but then it's somebody like, maybe it's. I don't remember whose joke it is, but somebody's like, then you're just, the kid's just on a, a double date for the rest of his life, you know? Like they're just eating dinner with two 50 year old people every day for 20 years. Yeah, I feel that way because my brother now is basically like him and his girlfriend do everything together. So, like a lot of family events, they don't come because they're with her family. Right. And I feel that way with my parents. I'm like, I'm on a fucking dinner date with my parents. Just bring a date. You should just hire actors to like pretend to be your boyfriends at family events. So I, I hire prostitutes is what you're saying. No, no, no. You don't fuck them. Well, then why would I even have them there? Because you want your, you want to give the illusion to your parents that you're this well-adjusted person who a man would want to date. Yeah. I, I, I think they're beyond that at this point. I don't think they're falling for any actors. You don't think it's salvageable. Yeah, my dad, he watches way too much TV. He's like, wait, were you in season three of- Yeah, I saw you in the back of New Girl, episode eight, (laughs) season four. It makes sense you're now here. Hannah paid you. I got it. It all makes sense. Yeah. I could not have a fucking kid right now. When we left the hospital, when my daughter was born, the the nurse was like, I'll see you in a year. And I was like, I'll kill myself before I come back here right now. (laughs) I hope your daughter one day listens to this. 
Um, it's very there. People always are very concerned that I hate my life or I hate my daughter just because I'm very open and all. Most people don't say their true feelings about their kids. Like obviously I love my daughter and it's the, it's the best thing that's ever happened to me, but there are a lot of fucking moments that are the hardest thing and the most frustrating thing I've ever been through. Like what? Like you just sit on the floor, you sit on the floor for 14 hours a day. Just with a maraca. No, I do now. I sit on I the do floor that too. With a maraca. I feel like I'm a fucking Hare Krishna. I mean, I'm just sitting there with a fucking tambourine all day banging to Moana, even though I've never seen it. And that's like, it's exhausting. I mean, it's drugs. Like, I took acid and watched Frozen. Good movie. Yeah, but you didn't do it with a 10-month-old child near you. I truly think acid is great for taking care of kids. Your energy is insane. You could clean the kitchen with the baby on your back, dude. Yeah, but that's not a sustainable... I can't just be taking acid every day. Okay, well, switch it up. Take some mushrooms. I mean, I'd say I have I have a good six hours like that I can go straight. Six hours without a problem. The problem is my phone. I'm so addicted to my fucking phone that I just like need breaks to check bullshit social media for no reason yeah that's why i think it'd be good to have a kid so i would have like i wouldn't be constantly on twitter just like tweeting about my pussy you know i'd have something else yeah but you'd be tweeting about your kid's pussy i mean it's like of course it'll be tight as hell Ugh! come on i'm kidding this is why i can't have a child (laughs) did you just burp no i didn't i it's a straw i didn't know i i think we're gonna check the tape Whoever's listening, do you release the video or just the audio? We can, I can release the video on Instagram. I want, there is video evidence at whatever time we're at, maybe 90 seconds ago, before you took a sip, huge burp. And you don't, I it doesn't burp. even register in your head. I did not burp. Okay. I, I own my shit. Like if I, I'll be like, I got to fart and I'll fart. But I've been doing that less because I feel like I'm too old for that. But To uh, fart? No, but it's just like, I used to not care at all. And now I'm like, oh, I should care about that. Like farting is gross. I disagree. I don't, I think you farted in front of me before. Yeah, but Ari, we're never going to have sex ever. I, there's nothing that, that I really appreciate that sincerely. I mean, a lot of people would be insulted by that comment. Nothing flatters me more. Yeah, like even if your wife divorced your ass, you know. I thought you were gonna say dies. Even if I murder your wife, uh, it's still not gonna happen. And I appreciate that. Listen, I've I'm not a fuck guy. I've like had sex with like five people in my whole life. Maybe six How old if I'm lying. Twenty. I know the exact day I lost it. What day was it? Christmas morning. <laughs> no. Your July seventh, two thousand seven. Well, what happened? Like. I just remember it because it was seven seven oh seven. That's the only reason I remember it. Do you make yourself a little cake every year? I make <laughs> a cake. A I make a cake. I, ha- I go to a-, a bakery. They make a little pussy cake, and I put a candle in it that looks like my penis, and I blow it out, and I say, happy anniversary, honey. And then I uh, call the girl that I lost my virginity to and hang up before she answers. Where is she now? Uh, I haven't seen her in maybe – four or five years the last time i saw her so you know me i'm a very like anxious nervous guy i don't like to you yes i'm kidding oh fuck you i was running with my my wife used to live in uh the east village we were running on the water in the east village and it's literally like there's nobody on the path 
me and my wife running side by side and somebody running this way. And I see it's my ex-girlfriend, the girl I lost my virginity to. I freak out and just beeline it 50 yards into the, like off the path. And then my wife and my, the girl I lost my virginity to just basically stop and are like, was that Ari? <laughs> and then just left. And I Wait, freaked out. Does your wife know the ex? The know that like did yes. she? How does she know who she is? I as we were approaching, I go, "Oh my god, I think this is the girl I lost my virginity to." Okay, I gotta go, and I just fucking bolted. And then how did she know who your wife was, or she just saw you run away? She saw me run away. Yeah, I'm assuming she. Listen, I don't want to be vain, but I'm assuming she stalks my social media. As oh, most, as I will. I know every guy that I've liked what their girlfriends look like. I could like sketch them. Yeah, I could sketch them. <laughs> if they went missing and I were a cop and I called you, would they find the girl based off of your sketch? Yeah. And also That's she okay. would be in my freezer so I could just pull her out and <laughs> sketch her myself. But yeah, when did that happen? You're like 12 years old. When I lost my virginity? No, that you ran away. I can't believe you ran away from a girl you lost your virginity to. I am so terrified of seeing any ex per person I've ever dated. I never want to see them again. As far as I'm concerned, they don't exist to me. Really? I have two fears. One, that I had some sort of different perception of the relationship than actually occurred. Both from like a, either it was, I thought it was better than it actually was, or I thought it was worse than it actually was. I thought I was right or she was wrong, X, Y, Z. That's 50% of my reason for not wanting to see the other 50% is I have this weird fear that I'm going to fall back in love with this person. Like this irrational fear that like, I'm going to see this person and have feelings for them again. Wow. I love seeing that. Cause yeah. you love, you like kind of showing what they've lost. Like you like being like, well, this is, you could have had it. Right. Yeah. yeah. And of course they're not like, damn. They go, Kathy, what's your, what's your name? I don't have <laughs> really? that. I don't have like any, like, I can't flaunt. There's nothing that I can really flaunt to a girl to be like, you could have had this. Like, I don't have a good body. I don't have a big dick. I'm not like classically attractive. There's nothing that I can put in somebody's face and be like, could have had it. Neither can I really. Like, I, I don't, I just like the idea that. You could fart, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just kind of like the conflict and the drama. You know, it's a little exciting. Is there still a spark? I love that. But I'm not, I guess you're half of like, I'm worried I'm going to fall, re-fall in love with them. You're married. So I get that's a genuine fear. Whereas I like don't have anyone. So it's like. <laughs> Maybe I will fall back in love. Right. Most yeah. of the girls too that I've broken, that I, I've ended relationships with either cheated on me or like very, there's, I think there's only one that ended like amicably. Wow, you must really have a small dick then. What the fuck? <laughs> it's not that small, but I don't have- You said it. I, I it, don't Hold know. on. I want to know, what is, the, what is the size penis that is cheatable on? I think a micro. I don't have a micro dick. You think I have a micro dick? I also think that if you have a micro dick, I don't want to say that because that's like very mean. So it's, I just I saw a micro dick for the first time. I never looked it up. Oh, my man. It is- the it, it is worse than than most than a lot of diseases that get have like uh five k's for them every year like 
you know, there's five K's for fucking like deaf and blind and like all there should be five K's for micro dicks. Cause these guys, they need money to feel better. They, I like, I can't imagine walking around knowing that you have a micro penis. I mean, it's yeah, every day I feel like you have like a loaded gun on you, you know, right? you're, you're like, fuck, or like, I'm about to ruin this girl's night. I feel vulnerable showing like for a long time. I never let a girl see my penis soft. I would like hide my penis until it was hard because I felt comfortable with my sized penis hard, but not the size of my penis soft. I never wanted people to see that transition. So I would like hide it kind of like a, I was a TBS movie where, you know, how they like kind of hide, like. You talked it. You I know. I would tuck leg. it behind my leg. I'd like hold a plant or something in front of my crotch until I got hard. You're like Austin Powers. Yes. That's, I think that's the reference I'm looking for. Um, <laughs> You're like a Sex in the City character, a guy right. who appears for one episode and then it's like this weird thing that he does and that's you. It's like you're masturbating to a potted plant, but you're not doing it to be creepy. You're doing it to hide your dick size. Yes. I can't. So like, I feel vulnerable as just like an, having an average size penis. I could not imagine the mental gymnastics that guys have to do that have micro penises. I've been out with a guy who had a micro penis. And he told you? No. We went you on saw- three dates and I saw it on the third date. And what did you say? <laughs> uh, at that point, so I showed up to the third date. We're wearing the same outfit. Okay. What, what does that mean? We're what both was dark jeans, white t-shirts, and um, bomber jackets that are maroon with white stripes on it. So like a jersey jacket type of thing. Yeah. It had like the stripes. And you could probably wear the same size jeans because he had no bulge. No, I was pretty heavy at the time. So his was definitely smaller. His jeans were definitely smaller than mine. And we're both wearing white high top converse. And it was the same. My jacket was from Forever 21 and it was definitely the same jacket. I mean, I guess when you have a micro penis, maybe you just like have to adjust. Maybe I was wearing a dude's jacket. I don't know. But then, so we ended up going to a strip club at one point. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, on uh, the first date. No, this is the third date. Third date. Okay. Someone's clown room, and we were at the bar next to it. And I was like, oh my God, I've always wanted to go there. I've heard so Oh, yeah. Days. I know that. Wait, were you at that wine bar? Uh, no, we were at like a Western bar. Okay. I know where that is. That's probably right by my brother's old apartment. Oh, yeah. And so I was like, oh, I really want to go in. And he's like, what? And I was like, I've just heard great things about the dancers. And he was like, okay. And then uh, we ended up hooking up. And then I, I don't even, I don't think I said anything, really. I was just kind of like. But it's like a discernible difference. Y- yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Listen, it's I don't like, want to pry. I, I, I don't, cons- it's like, is that sex? Oh, you had sex? Yeah, we had sex. Oh, man. See, I would almost be willing to have gay sex with a man with a micro penis just so I can feel what it feels like. Because I imagine it's a completely different sensation. But there is no sensation. Zero sen- I mean, zero. Yeah. That's crazy. But I knew, so I knew his dick was going to be small because he like went down on me and I was like, this is always a yeah. <laughs> that's a, a real pro small dick move. <laughs> yeah. I, as a as a guy from experience, you spend a, a couple hours down there. Yeah, and then I was pretty tired by the time he like pulled it, and I was like, oh. But then I didn't want to be mean, and then I was like, yeah. but I'm sure his ground game was good, right? Yeah, that's what we call uh, going down on somebody ground game. 
Yeah, I wasn't sure, but then I kind of context clues. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I don't know. I don't even remember his name. How bad is that? That's I, pretty I bad. But I'm the like most people. The average twenty-eight-year-old guy or girl doesn't really remember all the people's names that they've had sex with because there's a decent amount of partners. I, on the contrary, know first name, last name, birthday, phone number, social security number, because there's only been five, maybe six. I can't remember. I, I mean, it makes sense knowing your personality, but like, I thought I was always going to be like that. Like I'll, you know, and then it kind of just going to USC. I think I was just like trained, like to not care. They teach you that at what your intro to philosophy class at USC? Uh, Lambda Chi uh, Academy, actually. It's a frat party that they do every year. <laughs> got it. Lambda Chi Academy. What do you have to wear to Lambda Chi Academy? Oh, my God. Party? I wish I had the photo. I wore, like, a skirt with, like, a bra that was, like, tied up. You know, you're supposed to look like Britney Spears, but I didn't at all. I look like Britney Spears now, um, <laughs> but, like, 10 pounds heavier. I feel like I was just taught in college. Like, I'd never really had an experience with men, and they were just like, you can't care. Like, and I was like, oh, okay. So right. I like numbed in my brain. Right. I mean, most guys in my fraternity were like, fuck guys. I was just the weird guy who I was like in love with a girl for like all four years of college. And then nothing ever happened. I like wanted to lose my virginity to her and then it never happened. So I waited until like my summer going into my senior year and finally had sex with this girl on 7707. Where did you lose your virginity? Like, where was the Summer camp. Of course. Bringing it all back. Summer camp that we were at. Was that the exact summer camp in the bed that I, no. Was that also, different... wait, why were you going to summer camp as a 21 year old? I was a counselor, you fucking biatch. And she was also a counselor. I want to be on the record. That's like a joke, but I don't think we can as a male, as a male comedian. It's too uh, real. Yeah, too real right now. Too raw. I was in love with the same person for like six years. And I was in love with a different person recently for like two and I get these upset, like I like someone, but I'm like, I feel like I do the opposite where I try to like date other guys and like sleep other guys to get over it. Mm-hmm. That obviously doesn't work. You try and fuck your way out of it. Yeah. Yeah. I try and fuck my way through it and it never works out. What do you mean? I mean, I like don't fuck anybody until I try and have sex with this person that I'm in love with. And then it doesn't happen. I was the friend zone guy. I was Ryan Reynolds and just friends for like 15 years. Were you heavy? I mean... Towards the end of college, I put on some pounds. <laughs> Not that heavy. But I, in high school and in college, like the girl I asked to prom, the first girl I asked to prom asked if I was joking. <laughs> That's like how much I know I was like in the friend zone with my <laughs> Wait, she was, you were like, were you in a prom? I mean, did you make her a sign and shit? No, a sign. They always make grand gestures at prom. Yeah. No, I'm not this white trash Virginian like you. I fucking <laughs> went up to a girl and asked her, and she said, wait, are you being serious? And I was like, yes. Why would I be joking? Why is that a joke? Was she alone or was she with someone? She was with – so uh, let, me come, let me come full circle. She was – no, she, I think she was with, like, another girl or something. I walk up, I ask her. She's like, are you joking? And I was like, no. And she was like, oh, I thought it was, like, a joke. And I was like, no, I'm asking you to prom. And she was like, oh, well, I'm waiting for somebody to ask me. So no. Then she goes with my friend. After prom in New Jersey, you go down the shore for the weekend to like the Jersey Shore. You all get, everybody in the whole high school stays in one hotel. You all get fucked up, blah, blah, blah. I have this girl like- American pie. American, straight American pie style. Um, very similar to the situation in 
uh, cock blockers, if you saw that. Oh, yeah. Very similar. And, um, like, the second night we're down the shore, I see that girl. I really want to hook up with her. We get, the girl we come, who asked if you were joking. The girl who I asked if I was joking. She had gotten into, like, a fight with the guy she ended up going with. I could bring her back to my room, who I'm sharing with, like, five other dudes. I tell them not to come back. And I, she's basically naked in my bed. And I'm so nervous and pretend to get I'm, – I'm drunk at the time, but pretend I'm drunker than I am, and I fall asleep and do nothing to her. Don't kiss her. Don't do anything. I'm so, like, was so scared of hooking up at that point. I was such a prude that I just fell asleep and she just left. I mean, who does that? That's, like, that's psychotic. I mean, what's funny is she was probably, like, so insecure about why you did that. Because she probably knew you weren't, like, I don't know. She probably was, like, what did I do wrong? Probably. And it, it was, she did nothing wrong. I just, like, was 17 years old and not, like, emotionally ready for sex. Like, what I was your mind. Just dumped her to the curb? I went with a girl who was not an out lesbian, but was a lesbian. And then came out later i think i asked her knowing i was so scared about having sex because i wasn't emotional i thought you needed to be in love to have sex at that point i still kind of i still think you do right me or you (laughs) i know in general i think people do i've never had emotionless sex like i've only like really actually one time in a parking garage but i was a little drunk and couldn't get my dick up so i don't know if i consider it sex (laughs) i've only had like emotion emotional sex with a person who i deeply cared about so i like asked that girl who was like kind of a lesbian because i knew i wouldn't have the pressure of having to have sex with her and she was like great i can bring ari we we both said yes for the same reasons (laughs) ari's such a prudish boy she was also my friend she was also my friend i did like her i haven't spoken to her since probably prom but she was my friend at the time yeah, I went with a guy who, um, I tell people I didn't go. Why? Because I wasn't asked to junior prom, and I was asked to senior prom by a guy who, like, I didn't want to go with, but my, our moms are friends, and she made me. And he had his license suspended at the time because he was drag racing his Prius. And okay. Check out. <laughs> that can give you any sort of gauge of what this guy was like. And he, so his mom got me a card and flowers and a balloon asking me to prom. His mom did. I know his mom bought it because he did not have a car. Okay. And they put it on my car and I was like, fuck. Then my mom was like, she's my friend. You have to go. So I had to go to prom with my mom's friend's son. And did you hook up? No. Did you hook up in high school? No, not really. No, you didn't lose your virginity. Nothing in high school. No. I know I like made out with dudes. I made out with dudes. Oh, and actually, I did have give a blowjob. I actually, I no, I had sex with twelve people. I mean, you're. It's just like high school or middle school. Which are we talking here? Uh, well, some I people call middle school high school. So <laughs> no, in high school, I gave one blowjob, but I didn't realize you had to like cover your teeth, and I have very large teeth. What does that mean? Co- you have to cover your teeth with your lips. You can't just be like willy nilly chainsaw masquering it with your. I don't know. I don't lips. mind a little teeth. Okay, well, I scraped this guy's dick so hard he bled. Okay, yeah, that's bad. And I didn't, he didn't tell me. He just told all his friends, so they're all making fun of me. 
Oh, that's the like, worst. I know. And they're all like making nicknames and shit. And I'm like, I don't get it. And Would then, they call you the rake? I, yes. Actually, yeah, maybe. Of I feel course. Like a vampire was used at some point. Um, it was, or like they, yeah, the wood chopper. I mean, kids can be fucked. Kids in high school are, are super mean. I mean, really mean. Yeah. Um, and the guy I really loved in high school, I was hoping I would lose my virginity to him and he did not like me. I remember like every girl I wanted to lose my virginity to, you know, I never told them. I never told them I had feelings for them. I just was like that guy who had feelings and never said anything. And then they would lose you their virginity. You are like the classic rom-com loser. Absolutely. I, I'm, say I that as like a compliment. I, I have no, I, I wear it as a badge of honor. Okay. I do not take any insult to it. I would want to hook up with these girls. I was obsessed with them in like a healthy way. I, I love, I, you know, at the time I loved them. Then they would lose their virginity or hook up with some guy and I would get so pissed off, even though these girls never knew that I, I mean, maybe they knew unconsciously, but I never told them of my feelings, but then I would just get mad at them like a crazy person. Okay. You're actually maybe not the loser who comes up top. Maybe you are just the full blown psychopath. I'm not the psychopath. I'm definitely that, not. That the is crazy. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't like treat them like shit. I would just like be upset. Be upset. Yes. Oh, I thought you meant you gave them like the cold shoulder and stuff. No, I mean maybe like I would. I would stop. Like I would like wait on these girls like hand and foot. I would like pick girls up. Like people would like call me for rides and shit. And their their rides to drop you off at the guy's. Yeah, their rides to go get fucked. You know, I was just like a fucking. I was Uber before Uber existed. <laughs> What's that movie? I've never been kid or no? The movie where he's like the driver. I, I don't even know if it's never. Mm, she's all that. I don't know. It's a '90s rom com. I've been watching a lot of rom coms. That's all I've been doing. Yeah. What do you, what what's what have you watched? I watch, well, I guess Eternal Sunshine and Spotless Mind, that's not really- Not even close to a rom-com. Not a rom-com, okay. Um, a Walk to Remember, also not a rom-com. Yeah, what are you, you haven't watched a single rom-com. Oh, okay. what rom-coms have you watched? Well, I watched Raiders of the Lost Ark, does that count? <laughs> but, okay, romance, I guess hardcore romance. What's your favorite rom-com? Rom-com? Rom-com. You hear when I say com, not rom. I don't rom. know what comedy is. I've been in quarantine for too long. That's true. Um, you, have, you haven't been very funny on this podcast. Oh. I'm joking. I find you very funny. That's nice. But I, I, are you laughing at me? Always. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, my favorite rom-com. Oh, My Best Friend's Wedding. Is okay, that that's a good one. Yeah, that's a straight rom-com. I feel like that is me. I'm Julia Roberts and I'm like the psycho who like goes to tear up this wedding of a guy I was never with. Yeah, you should maybe maybe write a movie about it. I am right. Actually, I am writing a version of that. It's called Boyfriend. Two words. It's impossible. I don't think guys and girls can be friends. I mean, we're friends, but it's different because you're married and also we're not like, we don't hang out all the time. I mean, I would hang out with you, but you know, you seem very busy. I am actually very busy. Sorry, I cannot hang out. No, but I don't. Do you think guys and girls can be like friends? I think that 80% of guys and girls that are friends, if one of the, if one person said to the other person, do you want to have sex? They'd say yes. 80%? 80%. I think it's 80 that the girl would say yes, but it's a hundred that the guy would say yes. Okay. So I'm right. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
It's like with that, like that, that's how you know that they, they're not truly friends because sex is always on the table amongst men and women. Even, you know. But it's not with us. No, because I'm fucking married. And I find you hideous from the inside. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I just don't see that, how that could work. Like, does your wife have guy friends? No. That are like unmarried? No. And I actually, she has one person, and I always joke about that she secretly wants to fuck him. And what does she say? Maybe I fucking will. Basically, yeah. She always threatens to leave me. I, I think if I was married, I would have a guy that's like questionable suspect in the peripheral, so I could always be a threat. You yeah. Know? I always want to have that trump card in a fight. Like, oh, maybe Early, call Dan. Earlier on when you were like, I don't know if I'm like suited to be like a mother or a wife, and I was like, no, 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 you totally are. And now, like, you say things like that. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're not going to be a mom. If you I, have a guy on the on-deck circle so they could use him as leverage in an argument with your spouse, yeah. Oh, or am I genius and going to win every argument with my spouse who I don't know exists? But I feel like there's a person out there for everyone, right? Yeah, but you're also going to, like, because you're not going to date – the most of the guys that you date are they introverts or extroverts uh introverts right i'm the same way because i'm we're both extroverts you kind of tend to like two extroverts kind of clash a little bit like you don't need this guy in the hole to win an you're you're gonna win an argument because you're a fucking comedian you know how to form a goddamn opinion on something you run so like when I argue with my wife, it's like, like I'm so much better at arguing than her. It's insane. Like, it's not even fair. We're not even in the same class. Yeah, I guess I do. I, the last argument I got in with like a guy before he could say anything, I was like, don't fucking blame your sex addiction. Don't fucking blame your parents' divorce. Don't yeah. fucking blame your bipolar disorder. And he was like, fuck, like I don't have anything. I have no yeah. weapons left. Yeah. Cause you're, we're good. Like we're good lawyers. You know, we can craft a goddamn argument quickly and concisely. Like they don't, people don't stand a chance. Like that's why it's so hard to date a comedian because you're like a baseball player goes down to like the minor leagues on like a rehab assignment. And he just like, hits eight fucking homers in a game because he's playing against children. Yeah, but I also think as a comedian, like I can form an argument, but also like sometimes it doesn't really make sense. But if I, I commit to it hard enough that they're like me, does this make sense? It need to make sense. Yeah. All you have to do is like, as long as you are firm, like think about how many times you've been at a comedy show and you've heard somebody say something confident into a microphone that could be, completely wrong unfounded either racist unbiased and you're like huh and it makes you think like is that true you know that's the the comedian's gift is that because they say something concisely and confidently you think it's true so whatever you say doesn't have to be factually correct at all well it's funny like uh lev fur i love him uh he was yeah. on a podcast and like he said at one point he goes uh like when you're watching a female comedian, you're not thinking about her jokes. You're looking at her legs. You're looking at her tits. You're looking at her ass. And you know how we like talk so confidently. So I was just sitting there like, oh, okay. And then like, I like- Should have just hung up on him. <laughs> well, you said it with such confidence. I was like, yeah, all right. That makes sense. That makes sense. And then like, I'm listening to it as I'm editing it. And I'm like, this is kind of fucked up. And then my friend texted me. I was like, yo, I listen to your podcast. It's a really fucked up thing to say. And I was like- 
I guess I didn't really catch it at the moment because he was so confident. I was like, yeah, I guess that's true. Guys, don't look at women. Don't listen when they talk. They're just looking at her legs and tits. Well, that's it's that's like the weird. It's just a weird like nuance of comedy is that, and I get it's this. It's no, I don't want you know, I don't want to get too political or anything, but it's just why like you know Trump kind of rose to power so quickly is like when you're in a position of power, meaning com like when you're delivering things, as long as you like people expect you to be telling the truth, they don't expect somebody to lie. So whatever you say, people just take it, take your word for it because they assume that you're telling the truth. So when you say something confidently, they just fucking run with it. The amount of things that I've had to Google, whether they're true or just racist after leaving a comedy show, I'd have like, if I had a nickel, I'd have like a million dollars. One time somebody said, and I swear to God, I didn't know if this was racist or true. Somebody said that was making a joke about how Chinese people can't whisper, how they're always yelling. And I was like, that's racist. Like that Chinese people can't whisper. Because like most, you know, you know how like there's that old fucking hacky joke about how Chinese people are always yelling back and forth to each other. They're never just whispering. And I looked it up and it's a true thing that Chinese people can't whisper because their uh, language doesn't use, uh, it comes from the diaphragm and not from the voice box or from the voice box and not from the diaphragm. So it uses more uh, 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 actual words than air in the in the in the dialect, and when you whisper, it's all air. It's not out of your voice box. Isn't that crazy? And I thought the person was just being racist. Well, was the person Chinese who said it? No, he was just some dumb white kid. Yeah, that is weird. But I just thought he was confidently being racist. Do you have a crazy bitch of the week? Crazy bitch of the week. My daughter? I don't know. My doorman, my doorman, she's so fucking mean. She well, treats me like shit. Door woman. She's a door woman. Door woman feels derived. I know that we're supposed to be genderless, okay? That we need to have more things that are genderless. I'm totally in support of that. But door woman feels condescending. I'm a doormat woman. Yeah, you're a fucking floor mat woman. A door person? Door person feels better. Door woman feels like it feels like the worst thing you can say to a woman. Yeah, it's like a cum dumpster. This might be my coronavirus uh, results. Can I take it on air? Yeah, of course. Okay, hold on. This is Ari. Hi, Ari. I'm calling from downtown psychiatric group. We received your appointment request for an appointment with one of our psychiatrists. <laughs> is it possible? Can I call you back uh, shortly? Is that? Yeah, no problem. You can call us back. No problem. Okay, thank you so much. All right, no problem. Have a nice day. You too. Well, I'm looking for psychiatric care. Because you are mentally unwell? What's going on? Did I not tell you what happened or no? No. I had like a full, I haven't talked about it. So this will be, and you're the first person to know about this. And nobody, I'm like, my family doesn't even know about this. My brother doesn't even know about this. I had a full like psychological break last week. Really? I almost went to the hospital. Yeah. I feel like I've heard you say this before though, Ari, I have to be honest. I've had like panic, bad panic attacks, but like I've never had something like this that happened. Oh shit, I'm sorry, what happened? I don't know. I got into a fight with a Verizon customer service rep and kind of snapped and couldn't get a control of myself and was like, just like losing my mind, like screaming and fucking crying. And I started like punching myself in the head and it was like bad. Yeah, and I almost went to the hospital and then called somebody who kind of deals with mental illness and they kind of talked me down for like two hours. But it was like bad, really bad. 
And then I called my therapist like the next day and I was like, I told him what happened. He's like, you need to call a psychiatrist and figure it out right now. Was your wife home? Yeah. She, you know, she didn't know what to do and was like very concerned. Um, and I was kind of taking it out on her, like, you know, uh, being a piece of shit, not like physically, but I was just like, obviously crying and yeah, things are pretty good now though. Sorry. That's scary. It's okay. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't think I've been doing the necessary psychological upkeep in quarantine and I've kind of just been coasting on good days. I, I mean, I do that too. I mean, I've never had, I've snapped at people in customer service for sure, but I've been able to snap out of it. Yeah. I've never had, I've never had anything like this for that long. It was like three days of like constant, like, it wasn't like I was usually like when I get panic attacks, it's about like comedy or my being a parent or like, you know, stressing about, about the balance. Like I didn't have any of that. I was purely freaking out because I could not get control of my thoughts. I was just like spiraling, spiraling, spiraling. Like, what do you mean your thoughts? Like it just starts like you're angry and then you're like, I'm angry about this thing and you don't know why you're angry and then you get angrier. I was like super upset about fucking my phone was broken and, and it started with that. And then I just could not calm down. I could not r- release that thought of being pissed off at the phone. And then I just kept going down this cycle of like, why am I upset? I cannot, like, it was like I needed, I needed to hammer a nail and I went to where the hammer is and the hammer was not there. And I just couldn't find the, and it just, that tool of being able to like, you know, self relax and, and kind of like quiet my thoughts, it was gone. It just didn't exist. It wasn't in my brain. It was like somebody was speaking Korean to me. I just could not understand how to calm down. My wife would say, relax, take deep breaths. You need to calm down. And I would, I didn't understand what she was saying. Like it didn't make sense from like a, a, a process standpoint. Did you take a pill? No, I don't. I have drug, I have substance abuse problems. So I can't have any of that shit. Oh, were you addicted to like opioids or whatever? Yeah, Vicodin. Um, I was going to say, cause I, that sounds like a moment you need a Xanax, but if you can't, you can't. Right. Well, no, we're, that's what I'm talking to a psychiatrist about. I like, they were trying to find if there's some sort of medication that's non-addictive that I can take, or I can have like a, they call them uh, like parachute pills where like, if I get into that situation where I'm like, really like not able to cope, my wife has them and she'll get, she can give it to me. Yeah. That's smart to do. We really saved the heavy shit for like the last you know, a couple of minutes of this podcast. I mean, yeah, I just, uh, I didn't know you or I didn't know that happened. So I wasn't trying to. Well, I'm, I'd say I'm an open person, but this one like felt like something I feel like I needed to like, cause I didn't even understand what was happening. So I needed to kind of like wrap my brain around it before I kind of even like opened up about it. Yeah. That's an interesting way to put it of like, just not understanding the, the concept of calming down. I mean, I get really angry sometimes and like, I do have my moments where like I can't calm down like I I just get panic attacks is what it is yeah and I and I get those all the time I've dealt with them my whole life but this like I felt like again for the lack of a better term I felt crazy like I I was like searching in my brain for this mechanism to calm down that I've used for 30 years that you know breathing techniques you know various things that normal you know my normal brain would allow me to relinquish control of what I was feeling and it just wasn't there it was gone and I just kept going deeper and deeper and deeper and it just started to really fucking freak me out 
And I was started like fucking hitting myself in the head because I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? I can't, I don't understand. It's like you forget how to, like, if you went to write your name and you forgot how to write your name and you're like, what the fuck's going on? I don't understand. It's like filling in a password that keeps saying it's incorrect. Right. And you're like, I know the fucking password. It's my name. And then like, you know, having the, like the baby was there when the whole thing was going on. My wife was like, I'm going to take Sophie into, she she said, I'm going to take Sophie away. Meaning like, I'm going to take her into the other room. And like, I thought she meant she was like taking her away. And I like, Went, I like went nuts. Well, I'm sorry. That's fucking insane. It is insane, literally. But your uh, door, your door person is more insane. <laughs> my door person is a real bitch. No, I'll. You know what? I I would like to go on record saying my crazy bitch of the week. Crazy bitch. Yeah. Crazy bitch of the week is myself. I will take the award. I have to say it's myself as well. Mine is myself. I've been crazy shit. Like? Like, so the guy that I liked, you know, for so long, he lives yeah. in LA. And obviously I'm not going to call him because I have way too much pride for that. But I did make a fake Instagram account to look at his stories to see where he's at. And I know he's in at home, not in LA, but like the close LA. And I knew his mom was out of town because the last time we spoke, she was going out of town for a while. But he's been making, he's been having these very delicious, like nice breakfasts that I know he isn't making himself. So I know he has like a girl living with him. And yesterday I got angry. I didn't sleep last night. I went on a walk at 5 a.m. I went up to, I run in Canyon. I watched the sunrise because I was so pissed off about this. And this is my crazy brain because I did this. I looked for the information. I found it and I can't, I can't sleep. I'm so angry. That's crazy, right? Can you show me the picture of your fake account? Yeah. It's like, I don't even have a, I don't have a photo. I just follow random basketball players. So he doesn't but there's know. no photo? It's just an egg? Yeah, it's just an egg. Come on. At least give a photo. What are the names? You won't tell me the names. Well, I'm not going to say it on the podcast because what if someone hears and they know who I'm talking about and then they actually, he knows I'm fucking insane. Yeah. I mean, like Hannah, listen, I love you. You're a good friend. We know you're crazy, okay? We don't have to hide it. Oh, you sent it to me. Hold on. What is this name? I mean, what is this? Did you, like, try and sound like a bot? No. Because <laughs> this is, like, what bot names are. Yeah, well, it looks like a bot, right? Yeah, it looks like a bot. Yeah, so it's very good to stalk his stories, which I've been doing, but then I found out he's living with a girl because he has beautiful breakfast. And I freaked out. Like, I fully had a panic attack. Did you start punching yourself in the head? No, not a panic attack. I just haven't slept. Like, I didn't sleep last night. I was really upset. And I'm like, that's so crazy. Like, I wasn't even dating this person. Also, like, I need to move on with my life. But I think- Have you told this person how you felt before? Yeah. And he doesn't feel the same way. It's a no for him, dog. Yeah. Just delete him. Just get him, like, what- what is there to gain? Nothing. I guess you love somebody, you love somebody, but I don't even think you love them. I think you just like. I, I don't think I do anymore. I think I just am so, I was upset about the herpes thing. He also has herpes. So there's like that part of it that like. Mm. Yeah. yeah. When you, you think you're going to fall in love and run away together. Yeah. But it, I know, and, and reality me knows we're not like, I'm very aware of how crazy I sound, but then I'm like in the, you know, I'm making the profile. I'm like following random basketball players to throw them off. And like, 
he has so many followers like there's no way he even notices but i'm like that's i also bet you like accidentally followed like yourself or something and just like totally gave it away no way no i no 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 i didn't realize that people can see i guess i knew that people could see who i follow but i didn't like think like do you look at who other people follow no not really like somebody one time just like sent me the people that i follow and i was like i need to unfollow some of these like i was following like fucking like just like a bunch of porn just a ton of porn stars you know what's funny a lot of girls i know like i'll make a crazy account and shit but if i'm like dating someone i never look at who they follow like i just don't think to i just it really i forget like it doesn't cross my mind and then girls i know dating guys are like look at all these like butt models he follows look at all these girls he follows and i'm like well yeah obviously guys are following those girls in my mind i'm like those girls have millions of followers it's every dude it's everybody i mean yeah Yeah. these people like 20 million it's like people that you like your dentist probably follows these fucking like yeah i'm like obviously girls and shit yeah i'm like they have millions of followers for a reason so like if a guy i know is following this ass chick i'm like yeah it makes sense to me It it doesn't bother me that my wife would follow anybody I don't, I'm not, I'm not a very jealous type. I think that's like the. But also like men and women follow each other differently. Like a woman follows a good looking guy. She's not like jerking off under her kitchen table, you know, like guys. First of all, I don't have a kitchen table, but I do jerk (laughs) off in my bathroom and closet. Closet. Oh, closet all the time. Where do you put the cum? In my mouth. (laughs) Just shoot it? In my mouth. Uh, No, I just put it in my hand and then I wash my hands. Make a little cup, and then just go wash it. I've gotten really good. I've been doing a joke about it, but I've gotten really good since becoming a father. What I've learned is how to quietly and quickly masturbate in the closet. It's like I'm in and out in like a minute. It sounds. Why even do it? It's release. It's anxiety release. That's all fucking sex and fucking masturbation is. My, uh, I know a girl who like did anal for the first time, and she yeah. really fart after. So she went to the guy's closet to fart. Shit all over the place? <laughs> Shit all over the closet. So funny. <laughs> and just and left. I mean, I respect, I respect this girl so much because I've not shit in a person's closet, but I went on a date with a girl, went back to her place, clogged the toilet so badly, shit all over the fuck. Like I, it was so, the biggest shit I've ever taken. And I just got up and walked out and never talked to her again. <laughs> What's this after sex? No, this is like we had just gone. We like we like went home from the bar, and I just got back to her place. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> I'm having a real problem with my bowel movements lately, real bad. Are you shitting a lot or not enough? Way too much, and like I shit. I mean, I shit in my pants two weeks ago. <laughs> what? 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 Under what? Why? I ever. I just. I'm like having all these like emergent. Like every shit I'm taking is an emergency. Posted up to the bathroom. We're in quarantine. I walked my daughter to daycare again with fucking daycare. Walk my daughter to daycare. There's like all these procedures and that. Like I know how long it takes to walk my daughter to daycare and walk her back. This is like the second or third day that she was back. There's all these new procedures. They got to take her temperature. They got to ask all these fucking questions. I'm not allowed to go in. Blah blah blah. It takes like fucking 25 minutes. And I'm walking back to my apartment and I'm just have to shit so bad. I start fucking running 
and I, you know, I, my, I have a key fob. I don't have a key anymore to get into my building. And my fob, like I put my fob in, like I knew the amount of time I had to get to the toilet. I had timed it correctly. I put my fob in and I just was like doing it too quickly and it didn't open. And I get to the bathroom door and before I can get to the toilet, I fucking shit in my pants. And then I just take my underwear off. I throw it in the trash can in the public toilet in my building. There's like a toilet in the lobby. I mean, <laughs> I'm 33 years old. I have a kid. I get it. I know it's not good. <laughs> Maybe I can have a kid. You th- there's like there's no prerequisites to having a kid. I don't understand what you in your brain you have to like you have to have X Y and Z happen to have a kid. All I the have di- three AirPods in a year. I'm irresponsible. You know how many how much of my daughter like daughter's shit that i've fucking like lost and like ruined i've like shit my pants since my daughter's been born i think i've shit my pants three times yeah you should see a a a gastrologist too while you're talking to the psychiatrist should i call the psychiatrist back and say do you know a psycho a gastroenterologist yeah gastrologist not a word also (laughs) just i didn't want to be that guy who corrects you but that's not a doctor that's like somebody who looks at both like the GI track and astrology, I think, is what you're. <laughs> they they find your your moon sign through your asshole. That's what they do. Yeah, can you tell I use crystals more than modern medicine? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They shove the shove a crystal in your ass and say, "Wow, you are a Pisces." That's crazy. <laughs> no, I, I've had uh, colonics. Have you ever had one of those? No, but I want one bad. Oh my god, it hurts! But holy shit, do you feel good after? Yeah, there's no, I like my favorite sensations are taking like huge evacuous dumps. Like when I got a, when I got a, um, what's the scope in the ass? Uh, uh, colonoscopy. Colonoscopy. The, you know, the, the shit they make you drink to shit. It's like, it's so painful, but it feels so good to just evacuate everything from your colon. Yeah. I mean, this, she was like, do you want to see the tube? And I was like, duh. Hell yeah. Oh man, I think I, I want to take the tube home. I, I, there was blood in there, Gross. the entire colon. And if I've never done it, it's 28 years of shit that I've dealt with. Yeah, don't you lose like a ton of weight by doing it? It's all water weight, you lose like four to six pounds. <sighs> People keep, you know, what it bothers me when, when everyone's like, you're 65% water, but it does, that doesn't make sense. I haven't heard that. What do you mean you haven't heard that? Everyone knows that. Don't don't gaslight me. I truly didn't know that. Yeah, everyone says like your body's made up of like sixty percent water, but I don't understand what that means. That like you cut any part of your body open, there's no water. Um. Yeah, I don't. I've never heard that, and I don't believe that. It's okay. like what's that show where the girl turns into liquid and goes under the door? The Secret World of Alex Mack. My first crush, Larissa Olenek. <laughs> I was obsessed with her. Okay, well, that, that girl's probably sixty on water. Do you drink water during the day? Because I feel like you don't. I've been getting better at it, yeah. I used to drink Diet Coke a lot, and I, I don't anymore. I used to drink 500 ounces of Diet Coke a day. <laughs> no, a week. A week. Okay, I need to go cater to my daughter. Is that right. okay? Yeah, of course. Do you want to say your handle? Yeah, my handle is they call me Ari, A-H-R-I. Follow me on Instagram. Watch my special on YouTube. YouTube.com slash Ari Finling. You open the special. So I don't even know if I told you that. But. No, 
Oh. You introduced I, me on the special. I've introduced you on this podcast. And I said your stand-up's some of the best I've seen. Thank you so much. You, Hannah opens the special. So if you like Hannah, she's about three seconds of my special. And you get a special thank you on the special. Wow. Good luck with your daughter. Don't shit your pants. I'll try. Goodbye. Bye.